0: Hey guys, Tony here. In this episode, Quentin and I both talk about BAC levels in respect to a new law in Utah. We say 0.8 and 0.5 regarding legal levels, and we do mean 0.08 and 0.05. So you don't have to write your emails or send your tweets. We know we made a mistake. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Can we just talk about how in love I am right now? no 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 quentin happy uh happy new year dude yay happy new year
1: and christmas and we missed last week because we, you
0: were sick because i was well i was on <clears throat> vacation but yes we'll go with sick um it's it's os- it's awesome to be back and uh, i hope you had an enjoyable holiday season anything of note for yourself
1: it was good i hung out with the family like yeah no it was it was a good time well i Um, think
0: the one thing of note that brings to mind when i think of you is the psvr experience but we've okay what do you mean (laughs) well the one particular game that you hadn't tried yet was beat saber (gasps) so good so good. right okay all right see there you go opening it up (laughs) Oh, there
1: you go. There's Mr. Uh, Interviewer, everyone. Right there.
0: What? Don't blame me for my awesome interviewing skills. No, but Beat Saber's fun, huh?
1: It is. It is, and it made me more excited to get it for PC when I eventually do get uh, VR. Um, I do want to... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because the playstation versions fun and all but you know i still have problems with their controllers because their ps3 controllers even like diehard sony fans have told me the same thing of like yeah it's an awesome thing don't know why they're still using ps3 controllers um I by
0: now that they would upgrade it
1: nope nope nope, nope. they're even nope, used nope. still using the uh what is it mini
0: usb to charge what it's not even micro nope it's mini. Oh my god. That's that's truly PS3 connectivity. That's terrible. Oh yeah, huh.
1: it's it. It's rough to that's, experience.
0: What was the most fun song that you that you played, or were they all like generic songs?
1: Um, they all were made for the game, but they they did a good job making them. There's one that apparently got added. I didn't know it was not like a. A stock song but there's Hmm. this one called um, rum and bass rum and bass super good that was uh my personal favorite but yeah no i can't wait for pc to i can't wait to get it on pc because it has um mod support on pc and so you can add like just tons of songs
0: some of them are good some of them are great and some of them just stink but hey I mean, at least you have that ability to mod it and pretty much add whatever song you can think of you've ever wanted to, I don't know, swing a sword around to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for that fact because it's, uh, it's a lot of fun, but there there is a very small selection of songs on the game. I think there's maybe under 20 songs in the entire game, and that's with them adding some.
0: So is are there not, like, a season pass or some sort of added DLC that you can buy that unlocks more songs? Nope. Wow.
1: Nope, nope. I I, I thought maybe they'd have, like, a store like Rock Band did and have, like, yeah. songs you could purchase, and nope. Yeah. Nope. It's just what the game comes with. Interesting. You can definitely tell it's a port, though, because hmm. none of the menus have, like, any of the PlayStation symbols on them. They're just, like, arrows and stuff.
0: Okay. Huh. I guess they just wanted to get it out there for the holiday season to increase their VR I, sales. Hasn't it been out for a while? Not for PlayStation. Not. I mean, maybe for a few months, but the whole Beatmaster bundle or Beat Saber bundle—that's quite new. That's just a, that's just a month old or so. Right. I could the, be wrong. The I, actual I'm not a,
1: game for PlayStation.
0: I don't think so if someone wants to correct me i'm more than willing to be corrected on this but i i I feel like the announcement of beat saber coming to the playstation vr Hmm. is really just in the last few months
1: interesting
0: i don't know i mean but you you are a man of uh exceptionalism and uh impeccable taste uh as everyone that listens to this knows Uh, So going with an HTC Vive or an Oculus is definitely not beneath you. But for someone who's looking to get into VR and doesn't want to spend a lot of money, but has also seen gameplay of Beat Saber on YouTube or Facebook, would you still recommend it just to kind of dabble in? Or would you tell them to save up their money and just wait an extra six months to be able to go all in for the PC version?
1: I'd say wait for VR. Like don't, don't buy it um, unless you have, unless you have a lot of spare money. Don't buy it. Um, it's still just kind of an experience thing. And the cost of entry is extremely high. Still, even, even for like uh windows mixed reality headsets that are only like $200. You still need a PC that'll run it. Right. Sure. Uh, yeah. It's, it definitely still is like a more of a niche product and it's fun but like cost of entry for PlayStation if you don't have a PlayStation is like $900. Yeah
0: so the bundle it comes with the iToy, toy, the camera and the and the two uh move controllers and uh and the, and the game, right?
1: Uh yeah, but you still need a PlayStation.
0: Right. So that's 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 uh 400 for the for the Pro cuz you You'd be silly to not go for the Pro if you're going to use the PSVR. And then, what, another 350 for the bundle?
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Yeah. So that that alone is going to be the minimum price for a decent VR-ready PC. So that might be a little bit more in the financial wheelhouse of a lot of people. However, it's back to your original point... The VR experience on PC is much more fledgling, and especially since if you go with Windows Mixed Reality, uh, you have access to the Steam Store, and Steam VR has a great number of titles—not like hundreds of thousands, definitely—but you know, way more than PlayStation VR does.
1: Oh yeah, and I was actually looking at that, seeing if Mixed Reality, uh, Windows Mixed Reality, would be a choice for me, and. Actually it would be. Um every game that I want to play has support for it.
0: Super hot.
1: Yep. Thank you. And Space Pirate Trainer. Because Space uh, Pirate Trainer that. is awesome.
0: If you guys don't know what these games that we're talking about are, you, you just need to go Please look, uh, them, up. Uh, look,
1: so please look them up. They're so please
0: look them up. There's just so much fun. There's just so much fun. And it's also fun to watch people uh you know, dodge lasers awkwardly in the in your living room.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I was watching some Snapchat videos of, of you, of you, Quentin, of you just standing there and like, you know, leaning to the left and leaning to the right. And I I tried not to look at the TV screen just to kind of zone you out. And you look so weird. Oh
1: yeah. When you, when you eliminate the, the actual VR aspect of it, you just kind of are just there just awkwardly dancing.
0: Well, in any event for me, uh, with, uh, my new digs, uh, VR is not uh, going to be a, uh, an added bonus to the, uh, to the pad, if you will. I don't, I literally don't have enough room, but, uh, Hey, you're just a quick flight away. There you go. A couple, couple hundred dollars just hey, to play some VR.
1: You know what? You could even like donate to the cause and help me buy the VR.
0: Anyway, so moving on. <laughs> um,
1: so there is a new law being passed in Utah and the, basic version of it is if you're driving under the influence your blood alcohol content to be registered as drunk driving um is being lowered from 0.8 to 0.5 and people are really pissed about it and i wanted to get your opinion on it
0: so my opinion right off the bat the whatever that needs to be done to keep drunk drivers off the road or people that are buzzed off the road and punish them accordingly is is, is definitely the way to go. Um, uh, as, as someone who doesn't drink alcohol, I, I know you haven't really felt how it is to be buzzed versus having one or two drinks and how that actually affects your BAC level. Um, I can't definitively tell you what it feels like for me personally to mm-hmm. be at 0.5 versus 0.8. I know when I'm over the limit because that's when I start singing to random people and other things happen. then <laughs> I would definitely not drive in those situations. Um, I'll be the first to admit I have driven buzz before. Um, so that was probably over 0.8 as well. Mm-hmm. Um but this is, if anything, it's a deterrent. And therefore, if the state of Utah feels like to lower that sort of limitation will keep more people alive because they just don't want to deal with the possible ramifications of what that extra cocktail might have done to their blood alcohol level,
1: mm-hmm. then
0: that that's a good thing. Now, for people who are going to drive drunk no matter what, they're going to drive drunk no matter what. This is not going to affect them in the sense that it wasn't affecting them in the first place, and they somehow have been skating the law all this time. Oh, my gosh, I have and a drunk
1: driver's story for you, but continue.
0: Therefore, whether these those particular individuals get caught or not uh, is, you know, we'll leave that up to fate. I think lowering it to 0.5 um, is, you know... I, again, I can't quantify the difference between 0.5 and 0.8, right. except for the fact that it's 0.3. I don't know what that actually means. However, I guess I can only imagine there's been enough scientific research to determine, hey, uh, l- let's just say for argument's sake, 0.5 is three drinks. 0.8 is five drinks. So five drinks later, you're like, okay, I'm done. I had a great evening, and I'm going home. I'm very coherent. I'm not slurring my words, and I can stay in my lane. However, there was that one little turn in the road that made me react slightly slower than normal. But it was only slightly. And that is what a cop would normally pull me over for. Going .5 and only having... What did I say? Two or three drinks mm-hmm. at point five? Yeah, um, That's what you said. Yeah. If after three drinks, then that lack of and high coordination, the quicker of reaction time, is you know obviously it's it's going to be better for everybody, and then you as a responsible driver can hopefully be a little bit more responsible. Uh, when you decide hey it's it's time for me to hand over the keys or hey i'm 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 more than fine i i don't even feel the three drinks they were just spritzers or or whatever <laughs>
1: so. yeah i just i don't understand why people are up in arms it's like do you not care about everyone else's safety or and it's like well 3d three, three drinks will do nothing to you know point five is nothing it's like okay but That's not the point is some people, you know, 0.5 and they will be just absolutely, you know, gone, just plastered because even even though it's 0.5, they're, you know, a hundred pounds wet. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, I definitely know. Um, I know at least one person who, uh, when he has one drink, he is like, a completely different person, mm-hmm. and this is maybe one glass of wine or one bottle of beer, and he's like done a one eighty, and and in that instance, that's when I tell him, hey, you need to hang out here. Do you want some coffee? Do you want to you know drink drink some water before mm-hmm. or do you want me to drive you home? Things like that. That's after one, so I don't know what his blood alcohol level is, but at that point, it doesn't matter because I can definitely tell he ain't driving home in his brand new car right I'm not gonna let him do that so it, it, it to lower it, you're having a larger pool of people that could potentially be drunker um, at a lower uh, BAC level mm. which you know is good because if they've been getting away you know uh, or even if they've been stopped by a cop, and their blood alcohol level is 0.6. Like, well, you're not over the limit, so I can't arrest you for that. Um, but what I can do is just give you a ticket for speeding. They haven't really learned their lesson. They just learned their lesson that they shouldn't speed. Right. But they're, they're not legally driving drunk. Now, you're legally illegally uh, uh, driving uh, under the influence of something. Therefore, uh You know, it's not a slap on the wrist anymore. This is a huge ding on your license.
1: Right. And I don't know Mm -hmm. how it is in California, but in Utah, a DUI comes with 10 grand in fines right off the bat.
0: I don't know the details in California myself, but the few people that I do know that have gotten DUIs, it's ruined their life. Like not, you know, it's ruined their life for many, many years. It's it's one of those things where, you know, it's. It's awkward bringing up alcohol to them. It's, it's, it's awkward asking them to drive because they can't. It's awkward asking them to do anything that would cost substantial financial, uh, you know, input from them, which they can't because they can't afford it because of the lawyer fees and this and that. It's just not good. Right. It's just so stupid that people would go to those lengths, you know, and like I said, I am one of those dumb people. I've been that hypocrite. Mm-hmm. So I don't do that anymore. I was 25 when I did that, which still doesn't excuse it, but I've done <laughs> it. And, and I'll, and I'll be the first one to say, Hey, you know, if I was caught, then I, I deserve everything that was coming to me. You know, I'm glad I wasn't, but still, right. um, I, I think putting this kind of law into practice, is not going to be widespread. Utah is kind of an outlier um, in some of the sin taxes and some of the other stuff that you guys put in place as a state um, because it is a little bit more conservative and, and whatnot in, in some regard. But uh, I think other states can learn a lesson. And if they were to see the amount of uh, DUIs and the amount of drunk driving accidents uh, lower year over year that's definitely something to take into account
1: especially if you can show that it's worth it yeah it's uh, yeah I don't I don't. I can't bring to any sort of terms in my head why this would be a bad thing and it's not it, like I get it like Utah's known for being stingy or you know uptight conservative whatever but I can't see how this could be construed as a bad thing you drink alcohol, you don't drive. That, that It seems like a very simple concept. And we're not saying don't drink. We're not saying like it's you're not allowed to. And I know I can hear just people just saying, well, they're basically saying that. Okay, but they're also not saying that.
0: No, there's so many... Oh my God. In a day where you have a choice between Uber and Lyft to pick you up, in a day where most people that you will be drinking with well have a car and if they're your friends they will be willing to drive you home or at least put you up for the night on their couch right in a day where you know you could just go old-fashioned and call yourself a cab and if you don't have money the taxi cab company will 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 charge you extra but you know at least you got home safe
1: well i thought it was um the taxi cabs were like it's a free ride if you're choosing not to drink or something like that
0: uh, I think that was like a promotion that they did for, uh, for New Year. Uh like doing or, you know, it for other holidays other... and stuff. Like just yeah, please, they they please usually do know. that. <laughs> yeah, tr- uh, AAA does that as well too. You you uh, somehow show proof of AAA roadside assistance to the taxi cab, and they'll give you a free ride up to ten miles. I think it is. Mm-hmm. I, f- I forget the spe- uh, spe- uh, specificities of it, but in any event, there's so many solutions. Yeah, it's like, not like the old it, it, days
1: where it's like, oh, well, I have to find a payphone and I have to call someone in. And yeah,
0: yeah. You can schedule no, this I, stuff.
1: You can schedule a person to come pick you up at a specific time and place. Like, there's so many options. I don't feel so bad for you.
0: I went out drinking with a with a bunch of friends the other uh, the other day, and one of them, he was just hammered, sloshed, gone, just blitzed out of his <laughs> freaking mind. Okay. And I and I drove him. You know, he lives in a town very far away, the complete opposite direction of of where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he doesn't listen to his podcast. But if he did, he'd know that I'm talking about him. He's a he's a school teacher, <laughs> so he needed to let off some steam. Um, <laughs> right. But you know, so I I brought him to his car. I was like, "Dude, you are not driving." He's like, "No, I I'm not going to drive." So what I did was. I sat with him, got some water, got some Gatorade, and sat with him and watched him play the switch on uh, in his back seat. and I was on the phone, just you know scouring the internet for YouTube videos and uh, other things until he was ready to go, which was about three, three and a half, four hours later. Wow, you so were not driving. I will sleep here next to you like we're not going. He's like, all right. Like, I I just, like, I, I felt responsible because I was the one driving him to his car, and if he had any inclination, like, oh, I'm just going to drive up the block to get some more water or something, just driving up the block, something could happen. Right. So I wasn't, I wasn't going to be that guy to be like, oh, he's fine. He's an adult, you know? So.
1: Well, okay, so I have a story for you that's happened to me, like, two weeks ago.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Um,
1: and so we were up at the hot springs uh which are about 40 about 40 minutes north of where i live and we have a good time and there's this one dude there's one dude just kind of being really weird he's being weird around like uh kids like teens that don't know that he's being weird and i go up to him and he's very drunk very 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 drunk and that place isn't supposed to be like a like a drinking place, but he's very drunk and he's got a can of Red Bull and you can just, you know, in that can is not Red Bull. <laughs> um, but he's being weird to like kids and like some kids are egging him on. So he's like going up to kids like teens and like, Hey, you girls, how old are you? Oh, 15. Oh, well there's this kid over here. that are also 15. You guys should, uh, you guys should, uh, meet each other. It'd be fun. Just being oh really weird. And he's like, I got divorced a week ago. And I am out here to have fun. And I'm like, okay, bud, you're really weird. And so he, he just started harassing like a bunch of people. Um, so we ended up like talking to the staff and like, just letting him know, like, Hey, just weirdo creeper be creeping. Um, Mm -hmm. which they ended up like asking him to leave as we were leaving and (laughs) come to find out the staff, the only people on staff that the, the highest, uh, Uh, authority that they had on staff was two girls, uh, a maintenance worker and a manager, both four foot, nothing. And they were both uh, uh, that comes into play later on. And I promise there's a reason why I brought it up. But uh, so we we're heading out. And at the same time, like as we go out the door right behind us, he comes out with the staff behind him, kind of like making sure he's leaving. Right. And he's still very plastered. And so I'm watching him. My wife leaves. Um, I'm watching him, watching him go. He goes to his truck, his lifted like F one fifty truck. Yeah, and uh, I'm just looking. at him like, oh no, please don't. And so I'm standing next to uh like another car with people, and I just come up to them. Hey, uh, gonna pretend I know you because we're gonna watch this guy that's drunk. Gets in his car and he starts oh, heading God. towards the exit. And there's a rock wall that separates uh the entrance to the exit. And he only made it to the rock wall, slams his truck into the rock wall, pops his front tire, tries to back up and try again, slams into it again, but this time nothing protecting his car. So he damages like the axle, I think. Um, yeah, like it was hanging off the car was pretty rough to watch. So myself and my, uh, brother-in-law go up and just, Hey, um, you need to be done. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) You, you need to not, you need to not drive anymore. And this is after, like I had already approached him when we were there and I'm like, you're, you're not driving. Are you? He's like, no, I said, you're not driving. Are you? And he's like, I'm just from around here. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's walking. (laughs) Nope. So he slams his car into it and the best part, the absolute best part, he looks at me and him and he's like, Oh, I can't be around that. The cops come. And I was like, dude, your car's not drivable. You're not leaving. Even if you wanted to, even if you could. Right. And he's like, he looks at me and he says, I'll give you a hundred dollars right now. If you say it was you. <laughs> oh yeah. A hundred dollars. That sounds like a good trade. A <laughs> hundred dollars cash. And I'm like, uh,
0: let's, uh, let's just, uh, let's just hang out. Let's just wait. It's Like let's let's put a pin in that, shall yeah, we? Yeah. So
1: I go over and I, I go over to the super the supervisors, which they're like, "Thank you so much for doing something." Because she they're like, you know, we're we're very you know, you know, we're st- they she didn't say this, but you know, she gave the the look of like we're strong, independent women, but we're also four foot nothing, and he's like a big burly dude that's very drunk. Thank you for yeah. coming.
0: <laughs> well, good for you, man. Yeah. So,
1: oh no, story's not over. Oh, story's oh. not over. So as I'm doing that, my brother-in-law goes over and the dude puts his key on his uh, driver's seat of the car and goes over to look at like the damage to his car and is looking at it, you know, trying to figure out whether he can drive or not going around. And while he's doing that, my brother-in-law just goes up and steals his keys. (laughs) (laughs) Just straight up steals them. Well done, sir. Yep. 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 So he he steals the keys. The dude is still looking around. Cops show up. So we back off and we're probably maybe 10, 15 feet from the cop talking to the dude. Um, Just myself, my brother-in-law, the supervisor and the maintenance worker. We're all just hanging out and they're asking him questions. Do you have any weapons on you? And he he, uh, says no, but he kind of hesitates. So the guy's like, well, we're just going to going to check you out just to be safe. And he's like, all right. So they do the little pat down. He's clean. Okay. Do you have any weapons in the car? he goes, uh, no. And the cop starts walking towards the, the cop. The, no, no. Oh, no, no. Hold on. So the cop starts walking towards the car and he goes, well, there might be a shotgun underneath the back seat.
0: Oh, geez. And I'm like
1: way louder than I should have. I, I just was like, might
0: be. What? <laughs> That's what I would say. Like, what? <laughs> Oh, I totally forgot about the double-barreled shotgun that I have with uh, twelve, uh, what, twelve shells, just ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. So oh, we're all geez. looking at him
1: like you know that this cannot be happening. Um, this is comical. So they, you know, they uh, they're talking to him. He's smoking a cigarette because that's what he's doing when they showed up. <laughs> and the the uh, the the cop is talking to him, and there's another cop that's walking towards us. And as he's passing the dude, the dude flicks his cigarette at the ground. So the dude passes us and talks to another cop and says, make sure to charge him for littering, too.
0: Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, wait, is that real? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's all linked oh, yeah. in the chain. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, you just messed up, dude. You really
0: messed up. Talk about compounding everything
1: (laughs) seriously though like it wasn't
0: one thing it was another to another oh my god
1: it just got worse and worse and he did not help like make it better or anything Uh, the only thing that he can say he got going for him is he uh didn't deny that it was him yeah but he did get in trouble because he told us to take the
0: blame and that's another charge oh really yep so, so did you have to tell the cops that or he admitted, I try to get those. Two, no, I, those so two I boys. told the cops,
1: I, you know, I was like, I don't know if this matters, but he, you know, offered us hundred bucks and he's like, oh, well, I need a statement from you then.
0: Ah, well, that's I'm like, how okay. That's
1: like... yeah, I don't know. No, I don't, or... I'd, I'd love to know what the charge is called because you know, we know DUI, we know evading arrest and all that fun stuff. But what is it called when you like bribe someone to take the fall for you? Bribery? Well, okay, but like, is that is that just you, it? You talk about a, is that just? I think it? wouldn't
0: it just be bribery? Like, what's is there? I don't know. What's the legal term for bribery? According to Wikipedia, bribery is defined by Black's Law Dictionary. Yeah, it's just called bribery, dude. It's so
1: boring of a name. It should be called like, you know, white male or something like
0: that. Like, just oh wow, okay, <laughs> that took a <good> left turn. <laughs>
1: Well, blackmail is you know forced, whereas white male is like yeah, I know, bribery.
0: but <laughs> no, it's just uh, extortion. But isn't extortion no bribe- like bribery? Is a, 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 bribery is confused with extortion. Yeah, that's with violence or force. No, there's, it's just called bribery.
1: That's boring. I want a ba- I want a better name. I want them to make yeah. a more legal, more terrifying name.
0: No, just just the piggyback off your whole you know. When he littered, um, when I was one time stopped by a cop, I was also smoking a cigarette and um, I had rolled through a what we here in California. I did a California roll oh. through a stop sign. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the cop was really cool, but he had to I don't know why, but he was you know on his computer for for quite some time. So I had a cigarette and it was it was getting down to the butt and I didn't have an ashtray in my car at this time. And I looked over at him and said, hey, would would you mind if I just kind of drop this right here? And he's like, yeah, I would. What if I drop it right here, put it out with my foot since we're stopped, and then pick up the butt and then bring it inside my car? He's like, well, there's still all that other stuff that's being, you know, that you're smushing out that you wouldn't be picking up. It's like, okay, so I had to put it out on the side of my car, on the outside oh. of my car, and then just hold the butt until I could get to a garbage can. I was like, I am not going to get a littering charge for this. But I was very, very happy that the cop was very upfront about it. Yes. You know? Um, and the only reason why I knew not to do that was because a friend of mine was speeding a cop... Pulled up right behind him, and apparently the cop was going to let him go because he then like he slowed down, but he, uh, inadvertently, or whatever, uh, let go of a uh, tissue or Kleenex or a napkin, and it flew out of his window. No. And the cop pulled him over for that. Oh, like wow! So he pulled him over for for uh, for littering, and then said hey i what i wasn't going to pull you over for speeding because you did slow down but you were speeding so i'm going to tack that on there for it uh, as well like oh my god so you're gonna be nice but now you're gonna be an ass about it like well you shouldn't have been doing either mm. so yeah so i learned my lesson vicariously through that you know yeah. i didn't learn lessons about california rolls or not <laughs> well i
1: don't do those anymore so that's good good I want to propose a question to you.
0: Okay.
1: When you die, let's say you've lived a long, great life. You got married. You had kids. I mean, you already have kids, all that fun stuff. But let's say you, you had a happy marriage and you died happily married. And you go to heaven or hell or wherever. You go to wherever. And <laughs> it, it uh, they, they present you with, like, a button. And they say, look. You know, the, 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 there's 7 billion people on Earth when you well, probably 8 billion when you died. Mm. And that's a lot of people t- for the love of your life to uh, just so happen to be, you know, a city over from you. We have a button here, and what it'll do is it'll find the, your actual true love, the person that you truly are soulmates with, like just perfect freaking match. And we can get you to that person. We can, we can get them to you and you to them. Um, but you don't know if that's the person you ended up living with until you press the button. And if you press the button, immediately your current spouse is gone and replaced with the correct one if, it is, if that person was not correct. Would you press the
0: button? So I have a follow-up question. I'm already dead. Yes. I press this button. Am I reincarnated or does time go back in time? No, you you spend
1: spend time in the afterlife with your
0: other person. Oh, I spend time with the after. Okay, so we're also, I spend the rest of my afterlife with this person under the impression that my soulmate is also dead, right? Or else I don't want to kill her. Just so she can no, no, be no. in it, heaven. Like
1: <laughs> let's let's say somehow, some way, they like you don't um, you don't get to do this interaction until uh, your soul. Both of them are yeah, dead. Your soulmate is dead. Okay, they, you don't know who your
0: soulmate is. Just your soulmate is dead. Okay, okay, right. I know this is going to sound corny, uh, or maybe it won't. I I probably wouldn't hit that button. I mean, there would be a bunch of what-if questions that would run through my mind, but how many times in your life don't they run through your mind? So going with all the memories that I have had with that spouse when I die and assuming that they're good memories, because I'm also going yeah, off, like, let, they're, for, there's... Yeah,
1: in, in this situation, you would have had a happy in marriage.
0: In this situation, a very happy marriage, great kids, all all of the, you know, white picket fence, two dogs, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I I wouldn't change that at all. Okay, um, I'm going
1: to throw a, one more wrench in, because my answer is the same, and for the exact same reasons. Cool. They add one more thing and they say, oh, by the way, your, uh, uh, your true love did press the button.
0: Oh, why'd you go and do that? <laughs> oh, why'd you have to throw that wrench in there, dude? Okay. So before, so before I deny hitting the button, they say, oh, but by the way, yeah, uh, your spouse did.
1: Yes, your your your
0: your perfect so. Your, You're not your
1: whoever you were married with, but the your oh your perfect, oh my
0: perfect so did yeah the
1: the whoever whoever you were meant to be with did press the button.
0: Not my spouse. Correct. Okay, so my spouse did not press the button. Then I wouldn't press the button if my spouse did not press the button. Then I'm like, okay. Well, I know I would i i know my spouse i i love my spouse and i will be with her to the end of time in the afterlife now if the wrench was changed to that my spouse pressed the button that would make me very very irritated and might make me want to press the button but i guess i would wonder like the what's the rules on me not like the
1: See, in the situation you presented with your spouse, uh, your, you know, uh, earthly spouse pressing the button. Actual spouse. Yeah. Right. Uh, pressing the button. It seems like you'd be. What What's the consequence of me not pressing the button? Like if I if I don't press it, does that somehow separate us? Because if she's correct, it sounds and we're like together, then it won't matter. But if she's wrong, then I find out that way. Well, shoot. Yeah, you might as well press the button then. You might as well press the button because if you aren't meant to be together, the she's gone and you're just left alone.
0: <laughs> so It's either an, so it's either both of th- you press this, or both of you don't. <laughs> this sounds like Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> either you both match or none of you match. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds very much like that. And I got to say, it's very nerve wracking. <laughs> and in my case, I'm very happy that Tinder worked out. Um, but if we're talking about afterlife Tinder and it goes back to you're swiping, but unlike Tinder, you're essentially swiping, knowing that you're going to meet your true SO, but you don't know who they are. Don't know what they look like or anything. If my spouse, my earthly spouse had done that before me, or at least that's what they told me. And that. I feel like that has to be some sort of test, right? Like they tell you they did swipe it or they did press it.
1: No, no, gimmicks. No, nothing. Pure truth.
0: Okay. So if it's pure truth and I don't do it, that means, and she's not just appeared next to me. That means I'm not her SO. Well, maybe it's like waiting to see what you do. Uh, Okay. So she's, she's in, she's in waiting mode. It's like, okay, I hit the button. Is my husband gonna hit it too, or is he not gonna hit it and then I'm gonna see him or is, is he gonna hit it and I will see mm. him? Well it's it, it
1: following the logic of the this game, it seems like if your S if you were told your SO and this is hundred percent true, your your SO did press the button, uh your earthly, you know, wife or whatever did press the button, you have no reason to not press it. Because if you don't press it, then and she does end up having someone else, you're left with no one and nothing. Whereas, oh, that's
0: right. Because okay, yeah, so
1: you'd have to press it at that point, it's, it's you an all have to press
0: it, yeah. Because you're you're under the impression that your SO is your wife, right? Right, Like, like they're not telling you it's it, they're not telling you it is your wife, but also telling you no, it's they, not. No, they are your telling
1: wife. the person that pressed the button is the, your earthly wife, your earthly wife has pressed the button. There's no reason to not press the button.
0: Okay. Sorry. I just need to clarify no that. No worries. So your earthly wife has pressed the button. Your soulmate that you thought and felt was your soulmate has pressed the button. And now we're just waiting to see if you've pressed the if you're gonna press the button as well. Yep. And if you don't, then you will you can go off into eternity you if possibly you, if you with, don't with, without her
1: they don't and she gets someone else yeah under that that yeah. rule there would be uh there'd be no reason to not press it
0: okay well then then uh i think under i think under that rule then the button's being pressed right right because it's like
1: if you're a
0: perfect match press the button and we you don't know if that's your wife See, if my perfect match, so so if they change the, the verbiage and said your perfect match has pressed the button, not your wife, but your perfect match has pressed the button, is that under the impression that my perfect match is not my wife? No, it's, it's, you don't know if it is
1: or is not. You There is no information okay. in this so if, situation. If
0: they just say my perfect match has pressed the button and they don't tell me it's my wife, I am running on 50-50 chance here. Well, I'm running on worst chance that. Oh shoot! I think it'd be more beneficial to
1: not press the button at that point because if, I was, it, if at it that is, point I think it's, if it is your wife, then you're awesome. All's you know, all's well with the world. Move on. If it isn't right. your wife, then you're still with your wife because hopefully she would have the same idea of no, I'm not going to press the freaking button.
0: Well, that's the hopefully part now, isn't it? Because when the chips are down and you're left at the pearly gates in front of one of the saints and they say, here's a button, you know, you know, you can only know what you're thinking, but you can only hope that your wife or SO is thinking the same thing. And maybe your SO is, is a little bit more curious than you are.
1: This is why you plan these things out. This is why we're talking about. This, it. That's what I'm saying. This is why I'm gonna.
0: <laughs> you make sure this never. I
1: happens. need to go
0: to. I need to go to a notary today, <laughs> <laughs> to get something notarized. Um, no connection to this whatsoever.
1: <laughs> okay, so here's the situation, wife. <laughs> we're not gonna press this button. What? We're not. Just don't. When you die, don't press the button. But. Why
0: are we talking about something that's like fifty years away? Don't press the button, okay? Just don't <laughs> press it. it might be big, shiny, and red, and there might be a free car involved. Don't press it. CES was last week, uh, and you and I did not go this time again. Which is was <laughs> well, it's sad. We we need to go. Um, it will be fun. We need to go again next year. Uh, just you and me, though. I can't handle too many people at CES. It's just like, it's like herding cats trying to get a whole group to go in the same direction to go. And I've,
1: I've established with at least um, most of our mutual friends, like when it comes to those events and stuff, if everyone doesn't want to do something, that's okay. We don't all have to do the same thing.
0: That's true. I I think in my experience of going to events of this caliber, uh, you definitely need to have people that are... Malleable is the wrong word, but but uh, willing Flexible. to, you know... Thank you! So, in any event, I don't think we missed anything at CES. From, from what I hear, there wasn't anything, like, groundbreaking. There wasn't, like, you know, Intel coming out with the 5-nanometer, you know, Intel i9 or anything like that. Like, the, there wasn't anything... Like, completely amazing. Mm. Um, there were a few cool announcements. You know, uh, Razer announced the new keyboard and mouse for the Xbox, which we already knew that was coming, but they, they officially announced it and showed it off. Um, but there was one topic that came out that I thought was kind of cool. Um, Continental, which uh, I thought they were an airline and and tire company. I could be wrong. But anyways, they uh, at CES, they announced... Uh, Their cube, which stands for Continental Urban Mobility Experience. Um, They they take the B, they take the B from mobility to make a cube because cube just sounds weird, I guess. Anyways, so it's a fully autonomous van, if you will, that will carry fully autonomous delivery robot dogs. To handle um the last mile, if you will, to deliver packages and goods to businesses, okay, so if you can imagine uh this truck this not truck, but this kind of weird looking uh party van like a uh, not a party van but a uh you know a soccer mom van. Uh, with all these dogs, <laughs> with packages inside them, and then they have predetermined destinations, and it stops on the side of the road. The doors open up, and all these robot dogs come jumping out, and they go to their, you know, they go to their respective businesses. Some will go to Starbucks, some will go to GameStop, some will go wherever else. They drop off what they need to drop off, and then they run back to their to their car, and then it continues to drive. Okay, what do you think about this idea? I don't see a problem
1: with it. Like as long as like people don't, <laughs> I, I just, I worry about vandals. Honestly, I could see people like kicking mm. over the dogs and stuff. It's a robot. Who
0: cares? That kind of thing. Sure. Like the... Well, they have robot delivery systems already in place. One of the cities that is testing this out is Berkeley, California. And I've actually seen this thing. It's this little, little robot on wheels that basically uh, delivers food. Okay. And you order it and it just rolls up to your front door, you get a notification on your phone that it's there, you open up the door and it you punch in the code and then it opens up the door of the uh the little latch of the robot and your food's inside. Um these robots have been vandalized. Yes. So will these dogs be vandalized? Probably. <laughs> Most likely. Without a doubt. Oh. <laughs> Cuz if you if you can if you can get a multi million dollar invested robot vandalized and reprogrammed to be your robot dog that's freaking cool <laughs> that's, pretty, that's that's pretty kind of cool um but but past that past the bad part um is this something that 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 we really Need? I mean, how more efficient do you think these robot dogs would be versus just a human? Because the robot dogs can only carry so much, whereas a human can get, you know, a dolly and carry multiple packages and little letters mm-hmm. and stuff. This is, you know, maybe replacement razors, toothpaste, and a tuba. Glue sticks. I don't know. Just you know small <laughs> I think it's things. It's like
1: the beginning. Like you, you start out small. You start out delivering small packages, lunch, that kind of thing, and it grows mm-hmm. from there. You gotta you gotta start somewhere though. You can't just have everything. Right? Yeah. I mean the yeah, you you just you
0: can't start at the top, you gotta work your way up there. Now why did they decide to go with a van instead of a giant robot dog? <laughs> pretty sure that, that gives that birth obvious. that gives birth to tiny robot dogs every block in butt, new york right? city <laughs> out of the butt just it's just a slide that extends out and like Wee! it just comes down
1: I was more hoping this sounds like, like, like a good idea disturbing noises as it, you know this like slurping <laughs> noise as it comes out oh god this is your fault
0: not mine uh uh, that would be the programmer's dream to be able to just do that. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I I can definitely see certain cities kind of, um, what's it called, uh, embracing this busy busy cities like San Francisco or I could even see Salt Lake City embracing this. Honestly, if I if I can be perfectly frank, Salt Lake City would be perfect for this because the city layout of Salt Lake is great it makes sense it's not necessarily in grid form it it is just very well designed and thusly the having to pull over every once in a while to let these dogs roam free like in the mall and stuff like that uh, as long again as long as people don't screw with the dogs i think w- would work very very well for quick and easy delivery of small and minute items mm. Uh, to get to these uh, places of business. So again, to those listening, this is more of a concept than anything else. Um, the only pictures that Quentin and I see are, you know, concept vi- pictures. There, it's it's from a video that they showed. I don't I don't even know if they had them on stage to show off. But we're gonna. Why have would to hold
1: you him. not have robot dogs on stage? That's offensive.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. For technology like this, now, case in point, this isn't anything new. Right, tech like this has been in concept for many years. In fact, when you and I went, we saw. I think it was Mercedes. Mercedes had this this van that had a drone, (laughs) a drone attached to it that would detach and then fly ahead to 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 warn the driver of oncoming things like I don't I don't know what exactly you would need to be warned about necessarily everything but the why, demo why wouldn't v-
1: you want to be warned I would want to be warned
0: sh- sure but you know I, I don't know I, I I think it's just a little bit too much overkill like okay we don't we don't we live we currently live in a world where on google maps or ways up to the minute traffic information is pretty darn good because even when you're not using google maps google is tracking where you're going and if enough people have bottlenecked in an area on the freeway it's going to let other drivers behind them know hey this is red because other google users whether they're actively using google maps or not have slowed down Mm -hmm. so that's kind of cool And then when active people on Waze say, yes, we've slowed down because there's an accident, then other drivers, again, will be notified of said accident. I don't know what this drone is going to do because a drone only helps you and your driver um, in that that particular vehicle unless they're saying that this would be applicable to a fleet of cars or if the drone uh, information would also be privy to other non-Mercedes-Benz users. Like, there, there was a lot of questions that I had, uh, but the the concept of it was very innovative. It was very cool. Right. It was very out-of-the-box out of thinking, which is what I'm getting at. It was very much out-of-the-box thinking. And this year, the only other cool out-of-the-box thinking that I saw was, like, a smart toilet. Like, it, it, <sighs> like the, the technology, as fast as it grows, it is so... Like, it, it's not as fast as it used to be. It's it, It's kind of stagnant. We, we now have phones that have um, foldable displays. That's cool. But is it innovative? Like, is it groundbreaking? We have phones that no longer have notches, like the iPhone X or the Pixel 3 XL. They have little pinholes for the camera, for the front-facing camera. That's cool, but is that innovative? I don't know. Like, innovative used to mean hey, we're going from the printing press to uh, this thing that can print multiple pieces of paper at the same time. That's innovative. Right. Are we there anymore? Do we have that anymore? Or are we just expecting too much and we're happy for the little successes?
1: But see, I disagree. The, the thing is, there's a difference between like earth-shattering, you know, life-changing, and just uh, groundbreaking. Um, like groundbreaking, you could look at as, uh, like, you know, okay, we got new groundbreaking tech that's going to make batteries last a lot longer. You know, batteries have been around for ever and a day, but this is just going to make them last really, really long. But like life-changing is something like the the invention of the iPhone. Because you can, like, you can say, like, this was the time before the iPhone, and this was the time after the iPhone was invented. Like, you can look at those as two different periods of time, but you can't really look at, like, batteries as, like, a, a period of time, you know, a, a longer battery. But at the same time, like, you'd never go back, right? You'd never go back to what we had before, because our batteries are just amazing now.
0: yeah. I mean, I'm not uh, not discounting your 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 battery example. I, I think whenever we can come up with a new chipset that is more power efficient and um, has better heat exhaustion and all that other stuff is obviously going to be better for the battery, and that's better for us as consumers. But that alone—that's every year, though, right? But the, there's person. still that,
1: there's still other upgrades, like other not upgrades. Sorry, wrong word. But uh, there's still like innovations Other in benefits. in like in certain fields without just creating a whole field on its own
0: yeah but i feel like ces is the the showcase where you go ooh ah there's no ooh ah moments anymore like there used to be that's what i'm that's what i miss back in 2009 2010 when i went there were a lot of ooh ah moments because there were Tablets, be it you know, terrible Android tablets, but there were tablets that no one had ever seen before that were very innovative, and there were there were uh, uh, manufacturers that were manufacturing items that were waterproof that had never been waterproof before that that would truly help. And I I just don't feel like there's anything like that anymore. Yes, there's there's tiny innovations that are going to help the greater good. I don't discount that, but it's not anything. To literally write about. I mean, if you look at The Verge or look at Engadget, sure they they have new articles about the new Alienware or the new new uh, new innovations in uh, SSD technology, which again is great for many of us. But it's not it's not like hey we have something better than SSD. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's 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 still all very. Um, I, I feel like the tech is not, it's, it's not innovative. It's just iterative. Like it's just the next thing. Like we expect it to be the next thing. We expect battery life to be better next year. We all do. We, we expect uh, waterproofing to be better. We, we expect the durability of touchscreen glass to be much better. Thanks to Corning and, and Gorilla Glass and things like that. We expect that. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do that. We expect computers to be better, and hopefully cheaper. Uh, but there's no like overarching trend or overarching technology that I saw in the last few CESs where I'm like, okay, this is going to be big. Smart speakers was big last year, and they were big this this year, and that's great. And I and I really hope that they innovate and you know on that to a certain degree and and iterate on it as well too to make it better for all of us and and and, and, uh, and for people that are concerned with privacy and and all of it but i don't know i don't know what i'm what i'm hoping for because i'm not that kind of mindset to think of something that people need not necessarily what they mm-hmm. want but i still haven't seen the tech where it's like holy balls that came out of left field i don't I don't necessarily see where, where that could actually help mankind. But that is some cool stuff,
1: right? Uh, well, I think with CES, CES is the place for the like a saying that's like, uh, it takes ten thousand in, uh, inventions to make one good invention. That's the place to actually like have it happen. It's just all these like ten thousand decent inventions will lead up to at least one good invention that's is going to make a giant difference whereas all the rest are just kind of, you know, either iterations or improvements or whatever that might do something but in terms of like something really good it's going to be a gem it's going to be something really small it's not going to be just like hey did you see the the huge display it might be someone just over in the indie field that's just, you know, they've got their tiny booth and people come over and go, wow, you have made something special here.
0: I, I will admit to that and agree to that. That's, that's one place at CES that I miss going to, uh, which is like the Startup Alley or Eureka Park, where it's a lot of the Indiegogo or Kickstarter campaigns. Some of them are funded. Some of them are in the middle of being funded. Um, and I really like talking to those people because they still have passion in their work, mm. right? And some of them are... Again, they're iterative. They're like, hey, this is our version of a, an electro, uh, electric skateboard, or this is our version of a smart speaker. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. You know, Good luck to you. Um, but there's always, always, like maybe one, like you said, in a sea of thousands, there's always one booth that's like, wow, I never really thought that I would need this. Now I kind of think that I need it. I mean, it's very expensive, obviously, because it's literally one of a kind. No other company's thinking about this. But if this can get to the mass market, then who knows what the future is in store for this for this product? And and I I feel like I saw like maybe one or two of those last year when when we went. Um,
1: we went two years ago.
0: Was it two mm-hmm. years ago? Oh yeah, it was two it's years been a ago. Minute. Yeah, <laughs> it has been. So if you are a person of passion and technology and you have your own invention in mind and it's something that no one has ever seen before...
1: Tony says, keep it up.
0: Hit us up. <laughs> keep it up and hit us up. I'd, li- I'd like to see it. like to see it. Uh, like, like for example, one, one invention that I've seen, I've never seen anything else like it, was this little desktop heater slash fan that took the image... Of whatever game that you were playing, and depending on what was happening in the game, it would either it would either throw a gust of air at you like you're falling through the sky, or it would be really really hot like you were getting like you were on fire or something like that. And that worked with games in VR very very well. It added to the immersion of VR. Right. And I had never seen anything like that before until CES and GDC and and E3 like. This is really, really cool. Now their implementation was not the greatest. I I'll, I'll be the first to admit that like they have a lot to work on, but the idea in the demo was really, really awesome. And you know I was like, okay this this is something where I could see no you know you're not making someone do anything extra. The setup is very simple and you just have to buy the thing and if if you know coding works as well as it should. Although they said no code is required, but I think code's going to have to be required to make it work really well. But it, if that goes according to plan, this could be one of those really cool VR accessories that everybody's going to buy. On the flip side, I saw I saw at, at E3 a VR booth where they were attaching these VR shoes to your feet so you could be walking in Skyrim and you would actually move your feet as you're, as you're sat, you're sitting down, but you're actually moving mm-hmm. your feet to move your character in the game. And I got to say sitting down while moving your feet in a walking motion. I was tired after 30 seconds. Now I'm out of shape too. So there's that. So take it for, you know, with a grain of salt, but I don't think there's a lot of people who, who would want to do. Well, and also it's like, like, it's it's
1: like when you're pushing a chair, when you uh, like you're sitting in a chair and you're, you're wheeling it. Like like immediately Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to do that. That sounds uncomfortable. We're not meant to sit and spin or like swing our legs like that. Right. it's not how our bodies work.
0: No, I agree. So, I mean, we we have a lot to go on and we you know, we can definitely go off some of the past successes and the past failures of 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 events like CES and Comdex and and things like that, but um I truly hope that that we start to see um even like I said, even if it comes out of a startup that we start to see something that is earth shattering and could be like extremely beneficial for, for everybody. Mm. And, and sorry, but yeah, that it's sexy. I'm, I'm looking for some sexy tech (laughs) and I haven't, I haven't seen it.
1: It's coming, Tony. It's coming.
0: All right, guys, that was a lot of fun. Quentin. Thank you once again. And we apologize for the delay in the, uh, release of this uh, particular episode but we'll be back on a regular scheduled programming um from here on out because i am moving and i will have a lot more um ability to get this going uh on my own terms so to speak Hooray! But in the meantime hooray! yay in the meantime uh quentin how can people find you
1: on xbox and instagram at firewall
0: if you want to find me, you can uh, just look up Lazy Tech Tony on all those socials that uh, Quentin mentioned, as well as here on YouTube. We're not here on YouTube. This is not YouTube, but over there on YouTube. You could post it to YouTube. Um, it could be on YouTube. I. It could be on YouTube, but then that would be a whole new YouTube channel that I would have to manage. Hey, you guys let us know if you want us to create a YouTube channel for this. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, at Still Recording. Uh, all of our links are going to be in the show notes and until the next time y'all have a good one. Bye. -bye. Bye,